Good morning, church. Good morning, friends. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ, saints. Please open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 23, one final time. Please open your Bibles again to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 23. This is our last week in the Armor of God series, and we also conclude this greater Ephesians series today as well. So please follow along as we read this rich, great, and powerful scripture one final time. This time through the end of the letter, the end at verse 24. Finally, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, we read. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore firm, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And also for me, pray, and also for me, pray, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. And then the final greetings begin in verse 21. So that you also may know how I am and what I am doing, Tychicus the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are. And that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to you, brothers. Peace be to you, brothers. And love with faithfulness. Love with faith. From God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. The main idea today, the main takeaway today is to victoriously live. Victoriously live by proclaiming the mystery of the gospel's workings in your life. After nine weeks in the armor of God... In 27 weeks in Ephesians, we now come to verses 19 to 23 of Ephesians 6, where Paul, in speaking of praying for the saints, moves towards himself, his need, his request for prayer and supplication. Paul states, And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Today's sermon title is Proclaim, for this is Paul's request 
Paul asked for prayer for bold words to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which he is an ambassador in chains. There are many bold proclamations throughout history, many bold proclamations within our own daily lives. We have proclamations within wars, within battles. We have presidential proclamations. We have proclamations of feuds, of peace treaties, of friendship. Proclamations of love and marriage. Proclamations of death. In the Bible, we also see proclamations. Proclamations of judgment by God. Proclamation of impending doom. Proclamation of things to come. Proclamations of plagues, of miracles, and proclamations of a Savior. This is, of course, just but a few examples. Here at the end of Ephesians, Paul asked for prayer that he would have bold words to declare proclamations of love, God's love. Of course, I paraphrase there a bit. A love which was a mystery which has now been revealed. We spoke of this previously in Ephesians, a mystery of the gospel, that Gentiles and Jews alike may find hope, salvation, and a restored relationship with our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. Let's get to our points for today. We, too, need prayer and supplication. We, too, have proclamations, bold proclamations to make. And number one is simply this. Pray for words to boldly proclaim the enemy. Pray for words to boldly proclaim the enemy. The enemy is not who you once thought it to be. Yes, politics, politicians, news, the media, all these things can very well be wrong. Wrongful in their ways, their leadership. Entire countries may be wrongful in their ways. All these things could seem like the enemy. Then we consider other enemies, more personal enemies, wrongfulness, sinfulness in the world and our lives, such as drunkenness, idols, lying, stealing, coveting, unwholesome words or bad language, unforgiveness and uncontrolled emotions, bullying, being unequally yoked or maybe given into sexual immorality, adultery, pornography, homosexuality, transgenderism, abortion. These are all wrong, sinful and enemies of God's righteous ways. But none of these things are the ultimate enemy which needs proclaimed. Do not get me wrong. These are all wrong and should be proclaimed. But these all come from the enemy and we must be sure to proclaim him. The true enemy to every soul is sin. And the evil one whom we know is Satan, the great deceiver, the twister of truth, the master of lies, the devil, Lucifer, of whom lures us to sin. We as Christians must acknowledge the danger posed to our souls and put on God's armor. We must proclaim to people not just the previously spoken list, which could go on and be lengthened as well, but that we are fighting in a supernatural and spiritual war against the evil one, his armies, and sin. Call these things what they are, sin, do not flirt with sin. Proclaim sin. We need Christ and God's strength, his armor to prevail. We must proclaim against sin, against the evil one's ways. We must proclaim for God's ways, for salvation, for his armor. John 10.10 10 tells us, 
that the evil one, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Do not allow the evil one to control you and distract you from God's righteousness, God's glory, God's sovereignty. Too many people are living in the news when they should be living in Christ. Too many people are living in their work when they should be living in Christ. Living in their hobbies, their interests, instead of God's word and ways. Let's proclaim the enemy and sin. But not just to others, ourselves too. Live in Jesus, live in the word, live in God's sovereignty. Number two, we must pray for words to boldly proclaim our Savior. The solution to our problems. And the way to defeat the true enemy, the evil one, and sin time and time again. Remember what Paul proclaims, the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent his one and only son Jesus for the rich and the poor, the popular and the unpopular, the people of all colors, man and woman, infant, child and adult, no matter who you are or what you look like, salvation is here. For Gentile and Jew alike, this is the mystery revealed. Remember Mark 16, 15. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel, the good news of Jesus, Jesus Christ, his life, death, and resurrection, his victory over sin to all creation. Proclaim bold news that if one confesses with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, they may, they may be forgiven and saved. Proclaim repentance, turning away from a sinful life and new life in Christ, making new life in Christ. Proclaim sanctification, becoming more like him with each day. Proclaim discipleship. Proclaim how to pray and study God's word. Proclaim how to make decisions by prayer and God's word. Proclaim godly counsel. Seek godly counsel. Number three. Pray for words to make bold proclamations to yourself. Look at Paul here in Ephesians 6, 19. Paul, a hero to many, an apostle of Jesus. Paul, the one who wrote the most books in the Bible. Paul, the one who traveled and preached to many. Paul recognizes his need for help, for prayer. We must pray for words to boldly proclaim to yourself, ourselves, time and time again. That true help, strength, wisdom, comfort, and joy, hope, and peace. All we need and more is found in the Lord. We need help. Paul knew he needed help. Paul knew he needed strength. Paul knew he needed words, bold words to proclaim. And we do too. We must proclaim this. It's okay. Admit and accept it. Paul saw himself as a great sinner, but still saw that God could and would use him. We too can see that we are sinners, yet God can and will still use us. Proclaim this to yourself. Number four, pray for words to make bold proclamations to others. Pray for words to make bold proclamations to others. This is different than proclaiming the enemy. This is different than proclaiming the Savior. Yes, it is similar, but more specific. Yes, we must proclaim to others not just the wrongfulness of their ways and the solution to the sin, but where to go next. We must proclaim to brothers and sisters in Christ and the lost that God wants to move them forward. God wants to use them. But first, they must trust in Jesus. Trust in him as Lord. Yes, 
by all means proclaim the supernatural spiritual battle around us, but don't forget to also proclaim of the joys of salvation and the responsibilities we have as Christians, saints, those set apart by following after Christ as Lord. We are soldiers of Christ. And with this title comes great blessings and responsibility. Will you step up to the plate? Stand strong, firm in God's armor and might? Will you stand up and fight? Sometimes this means not just fighting others, but yourself, your friends, and family. God will care for you. He will provide. He will give all you need. Will you proclaim of his glory and the great mystery of the gospel of Christ? Will you live in the light? 1 John 1, 5 to 10 states that this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you. That God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to, clean, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Will you live in the light? Will you walk in the light? Will you proclaim the light? Proclaim the life in Christ that you have. Walk in Christ. Proclaim forgiveness, hope, joy, peace, love. Proclaim heaven and hell. Proclaim eternity with God or eternity with the evil one in hell. Proclaim the gospel working in your life. Paul was never ashamed to boldly shine and proclaim the light of the gospel into the darkness around him. And neither should we be ashamed to shine. Shine and proclaim the mystery of the gospel of Christ. This is a necessity. Listen to Paul's conviction. In 1 Corinthians 9, chapter 9, verse 16, Paul says, For if I preach the gospel, that gives me no ground for boasting, for necessity is laid upon me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. It is not a choice. It is not a reason to boast. It is a necessity to preach the gospel. In 1 Corinthians 1.23, he says, We preach Christ crucified. In 1 Corinthians 2.2, he states, We preach nothing but Christ and him crucified. Will you proclaim these truths to others as well? Now, finally, we look to Paul's final words. Paul's great conclusion to this great letter, which has great final take-home challenge or application for us as well. Paul ends this magnificently rich and powerful message with great treatment of his brothers in Christ. Paul says, peace, peace be to the brothers and love with faith from the God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. I work to end with saying this to all of you. I pray that you would also be praying and saying these things to one another and me as well. 
to all of you. I repeat Paul's words. May you have peace and love with faith from God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. May grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with a love incorruptible. May you have peace. May you have love. May you have grace. Did you catch that final part, though? A love incorruptible. You see, if you truly love our Lord Jesus Christ, your love should be incorruptible. This means you may never be too far gone, too controlled by evil and sin. You may never be corrupted completely. You are never forsaken. You see, God is in you, with you, and for you. Who will be against you? Who could be against you? Romans 8.31, paraphrased obviously. None will be victorious but God. God will be victorious forever and ever. Amen. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Victoriously live by proclaiming the mystery of the gospel's workings in your life. Victoriously live by remembering the blessings of salvation and the great responsibilities as Christians. Victoriously live by putting on in God's strength and might the whole armor of God. We wrap up this series today. We wrap up the armor of God and the book of Ephesians. And we close now with Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 to 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptedly with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Let's close in prayer and a song now as we recognize this. Let's be thankful and worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. Please bow your heads. Lord, we thank you for you are good. Lord, we thank you for you are a consuming fire. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you. Lord, for all that you have blessed us with in salvation and for explaining our responsibilities as Christians here in the book of Ephesians. May we learn from it. May we be challenged from it. May we do it. May we live it, Lord. May you be blessed with this worship now. And it's in your holy and powerful name we pray. And all God's people said, amen.
Thank you for joining us this morning and worshiping together with us the Lord God Almighty. If you're still listening, I encourage you this week, if you live in Bloomer or the surrounding area, on Friday, we have the lighting of the park at North Park here in Bloomer. Please join us there. Join the community there to proclaim Christ, proclaim his birth, proclaim the true reason for Christmas. You see, Bloomer Baptist Church with the help of some, uh, some others, has put together this great caroling display. We have caroling books there. We have light there. 
and we just hope people are joined there to sing carols together, not just on Friday after the lighting of the park, but throughout the month of December. We're attempting to put together a schedule of every Sunday night, having different people come together just to sing Christmas carols, carols of Christ. Please join us. Let us know if we can put you on the schedule. May you have a blessed day today as you serve God, as you seek God with your whole heart and in all you do. Thank you. God bless you.